You're about to listen to a message of Foundation of Truth Assembly. May the word you hear bear fruit in your heart now and always. Hallelujah. Welcome to the month of October. In um, Happy Independence Day celebrations in Nigeria, a couple of days back, um, Nigeria became 60. We give thanks to God. Um, we pray that our country continue to grow in the name of Jesus. It doesn't matter what you see now, our declaration that Nigeria is a pleasant place and its fruitfulness will appear to all in the name of Jesus Christ. The Lord will give us grace to rebuild the old waste places and Nigeria will rise out of the ashes and take its place among the community of nations in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, we bless your holy name for today. Lord God Almighty, as we gather here to listen to your word, we pray, dear Father, that you will inspire us in the name of Jesus Christ, that you will correct us, that you will rebuke us, that you will align us to your will in the name of Jesus Christ, that your word will bring about a transformation in our lives day by day. We will conform to your image in the name of Jesus Christ. We will overcome, we will overcome because you have overcome. We shall overcome in the name of Jesus Christ. We declare this uh, message open in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen. I'm sure that was a very good praise and worship session, and that you were part of it. So as we enter the word session, I want you to pay attention. This month, we're about to start something new. For those of us that didn't join us last month, we, we taught on growing like Jesus. And we established that... Um, as a result of growth, there are different phases in life. There's a phase called childhood. There's a phase where you are an infant. There's a phase where you are a young adult. There's a phase where you are an elder. Each one of those phases has their own peculiarities. Peculiarities. There are things that are common to those phases. There are things people experience because they are in those phases. Do you understand me? As a child, okay, in, in, in business, we call this SWOT analysis, SWOT. So, uh, SWOT means S for strengths, W for weakness, O for opportunities, T for threats. So, as a child, there are certain things that we can call the strength of a child. Everybody loves a baby. Everybody loves a child. They are charming. We treat them like egg. We, we carry them like princes and princesses. They are attractive. There's something about being an infant that, that makes you attractive. So that's the strength of children. Nobody wants to do something bad to children. Nobody wants to make children cry unnecessarily. Nobody wants to hurt children. Everybody wants to care for children. Why? Because they are in that phase. It's a strength. There's something beautiful about them that is attractive. But we also know the weakness in that stage that as a child, you can't really do anything for yourself. As a baby, you depend on everyone else for everything you want to do. So that is what is peculiar to that phase. I'll, I'll jump the middle age or adulthood or being young. I'll jump it and go to the old age. So the old age, um, you know, when people get old, they start having gray hair. The, the strength they have is wisdom. Hopefully they have used their years, younger years to gather a lot of experience, read a lot of books, interact with a lot of people, study the word of God. They have become wiser over time. So in old age, the strength they have is wisdom. And of course, because of their great hair, there is honor. So you, you see an old person, you stand up in their presence, you know, you, you want to defer to them, you want to do things for them. When they're around you, you don't want them to be the one laboring, you want to labor, you give them honor. You say, give honor to whom honor is due. 
Okay. But we also know that they have a weakness. As people grow older, they grow physically weaker. So things that they used to be able to do, they will not be able to do it themselves. Like if you want to run a race, let's do an 100 meter dash. Um, and Jare versus uh, an 80 year old man. You want to run 100 meters. We know the answer before we start uh, to ask the question, who is going to win? We know the answer. Why? Because the old man, his bones have become weaker. In fact, maybe his speech has become slower. There are many things that he will not be able to do as the young 28-year-old, 25-year-old, 15-year-old, 18-year-old person. So each phase of life comes with his own limitations and strengths. I come to the middle age where we have teenagers, we have those who are young adults, people who are youth in general. There are also certain attributes that are strengths and there are certain attributes that are weaknesses of that phase of development in life. For instance, we've mentioned in passing, for the young person, there's a lot of strength, there's a lot of energy, there's a lot of speed, there's a lot of knowledge. You know, how is it that when a young person is around another person, you just feel, these guys don't get it. You know, we're talking about technology, the older people don't get it. When social media came, guess who jumped on it first? Guess who understood it first? The young people. Even in the offices, it's the young people that, that are really at the forefront of technology. So there's a lot of knowledge. There's the internet. Before anybody talks, you just bring out your phone and Google it and you say it. And everybody sees you. You're so smart. So there's a lot of knowledge. I didn't say wisdom. Knowledge in that age group. There's a lot of strength. There's a lot of, um, you know, ability to do many creative things. You can draw, you can paint, you can drum, you can play the keyboard, you can sing, you can do blah, blah, blah. So there's a lot of things that come with that group. But wait a minute. As you have the positive, you have the negative. So in this age group also, there is a lot of weakness. This is the time where people don't really know who they are. So because they really don't know who they are, you see them gambling and doing all sorts of things just to discover who they are. And in the process of doing that, they pick habits from the people they are following or from the way their body is doing them, they pick certain habits that can be destructive to their lives. So that's why today we are devoting today's um, message to breaking dangerous habits. In our new series, which we are starting in this October, titled Overcoming Challenges Youth Face. Again, the theme for this month is Overcoming Challenges Youth Face. We want to start with the first topic. The first topic is breaking dangerous habits. That's what we are going to focus today to address. Why? Because we recognize that there are certain challenges that we face in this age group. But it is not about just talking about the challenges. We must find a way to overcome. Tell somebody overcome. Tell yourself overcome. The essence of this entire series for the month is how to overcome. Not just to understand the challenge, but to overcome them. Why? Because that is what Christ would have us do. To live in victory. Christ is victorious. So we, his children, we must be victorious. He is aware that we have struggles, that we have challenges because of our phases of life development. But he wants us to overcome. And yes, we can overcome. Bible says God has given us by his divine nature all that pertains to life and godliness. We have all that it takes to overcome. All. Not some, all, and we can overcome. 
So today, as we go into the word, I want you to pay attention. Turn your Bibles with me to the book of First Timothy. No, Second Timothy, I beg your pardon. Second Timothy chapter 2. I'm going to read from verse 20. Second Timothy chapter 2. I read from verse 20. Alright, the Bible says, But in a great house, there are not only vessels of gold and silver, but also of wood and clay, some for honor and some for dishonor. Therefore, verse 21, Therefore, if anyone cleanses himself from the latter, that is, the things that cause dishonor, if anybody cleanses themselves from dishonor, the latter is coming from verse 20, it will be a vessel for honor. If you cleanse yourself, not if God cleanses you. If anyone cleanses themselves from the latter, it will be a vessel for honor, sanctified and useful for the master, prepared for every good work. Listen to verse 22, very key. Flee also youthful loss, but pursue righteousness, faith, love, peace, with those who call on the Lord out of a pure heart. It says, flee youthful lust. So that means there is something, is a group of things called youthful lust. That is when we are youthful. There are certain desires we have that are not good for us. Lust is a strong desire. Usually in a negative sense, in an inordinate affection, a desire, almost an addiction to do something dangerous. So he said it is peculiar to the youthful stream of life. When you were young, you begin to have some desires called youthful desires. He's saying there are negative ones. Run away from them. And that's why it qualifies them as lost. Run away from them. There are desires. There are things you want to do. There are things you love to do. There are things everyone in your age group, youthful, is doing. Say, run from them. He's given us alternative. He said, rather, pursue other things. Number one, uh, righteousness, faith, love, peace. That's not what I even want to emphasize today. We want to look at those youthful laws. Youthful lust. See how the Bible started this particular passage in verse 20. It says, wait, I see two things here. Pay attention. It said, some people, they are created to be vessels of gold. Some vessels of silver. Some vessels of wood. Some vessels of clay. Pay attention to me. That is the prerogative of the creator. The kind of makeup you have the kind of material you are made up of your personality your gender are you a boy or a girl are you fat are you thin are you tall are you short are you fair are you dark are you fast are you slow are you born into a middle class family are you born into a high class family or lower class family are you from the north or are you from the south those are things you have no control over. The creator, the maker of the vessel, decided how to create each person. But the Bible is saying that is not the problem. 
the problem is not the type of vessel you are made of. Not everybody will be made of gold. Not everybody will be made of silver. Not everybody will be made of wood. Not everybody will be made of clay. But the type of usage, cha 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 cha, the type of usage depends on you. And it says there are two types of usages. A usage unto honor, a usage unto dishonor. Let me bust your bubble. It means that certain vessels of gold will be used for dishonor. Depending on that, how that vessel cleanses itself. That is, if a vessel is clean, it doesn't matter its type. Jesus, help me. If a vessel is clean, even though it's a vessel of wood, it can be used for honor. If a vessel is dirty, even if it's a vessel of gold, it can be used for dishonor. So, who determines what will be used for honor or dishonor? It's the vessel. Read your Bible. It's the vessel. It says, and if anyone cleanses himself from the latter, that is dishonor, he will be a vessel for honor, sanctified and useful for the master. So, what God will use you to do has nothing to do with your makeup. And that's why you see God using some people that are not educated. <laughs> and He will use some people that are educated. He will use some people that are short. He will use some people that are tall. He will use some men. He will use some women. He will use some people that are slim. He will use some people that are fat. Because it's not about the container. It's about the content. Is the content clean? The inside. God is not looking on the outside. He's looking on the inside. This is deep. I pray that you will understand what I'm saying. It's not about what you look like on the outside. It's about the content of your heart. It's about the state of purity of your life on the inside. So don't give me the excuses because I'm a boy. Or I'm a girl. That's why this and this is not happening. Or I'm not finding this honorable use by God. No, it's not because of the external. It's because of the internal. So these are the things that matter. But he's saying, how can one become a vessel of honor? You've got to purify yourself. You've got to do what? Purify yourself. Then God will find you a vessel usable unto honor. Do you understand? We go on. See, there are certain habits, things that we are used to doing, that we are almost becoming addicted to, that push us in the direction of being usable for honorable purposes or dishonorable purposes. This is how it is. Habits themselves are not necessarily something bad. Habits is just a set of things you have done over time that it has become part of you. So it can be a good habit. It can be a bad habit. But one thing we know for sure about habits is that because you are so used to doing it naturally, that is what you will be known for. Do you understand? Your habit is what you will be known for. That is, it will become your reputation. The things you do naturally. You do almost without thinking. You do impulsively. We form your reputation. And your reputation impacts your character. It impacts your destiny and your purpose. How you will be used. 
depends on it. So that's why we must pay attention to this thing called habits. Highlight these dangerous ones, attack them, understand them, and position ourselves to overcome them. Because we must overcome them. Everything bad for your life, if you don't deal with it, will deal with you. You've got to deal with it or it will deal with you. There are things that we need to identify today and that's what we are going to be focusing on. I've captioned them 5G so that you can easily remember them. What did I call them? 5Gs. You know, when COVID-19 started, there was a lot of theories. Uh, what's causing COVID-19? Some people say it's 5G. It's not that 5G I'm talking about. Pay attention and we're going to take all the Gs one after the other. So the 5Gs that are bad habits, dangerous habits that you have to break. 5G. G number one is glory. What did I call it? Glory or pride. Glory or pride. Turn your Bibles with me to the book of Proverbs chapter 20 verse 29. Somebody saying, which one is this again? <laughs> you will get it now. You will get it. Proverbs chapter 20 verse 29. The Bible says, The glory of young men is their strength. Listen to me. The glory of their of young men is their strength, and the splendor of old men is their gray head. So I mentioned earlier, one of the things that are peculiar to youth, young people, is strength. Strength. So sometimes it can be, you know, um, physical strength. Sometimes it can be uh, mental strength. Academic strength. Have you seen young guys who do all this cowbellpedia? You know, you just stand there, they're asking you a question. Before they finish the question, you give the answer. You know, you, there's, there's a way it can make you feel. There's an intellectual strength. There's a physical strength. Growing up, I know a boy who used to beat his father. We lived in the same house. So I'm not telling you what I don't know. A boy. The boy was a teenager. I think it was maybe around 17, 18 his dad was maybe around 45, 47 at the time I'm, I was talking, uh, I'm talking about. When the father tries to discipline him, he will beat his father, take him up, slam him on the ground. Why? Just because he can. So there is a stage of life called youth where you have a lot of strength. Do you know what strength does? Like every other asset, it gives you this sense of reliance. Self-reliance, like I don't need anybody. It gives you a, a, a sense of sufficiency. It's all about me. I can, I can solve my problems. Why do you think when people are talking to teenagers, teenagers hardly listen? As you are talking, like, duh, say what you have to say. Before you even start your line of thought, they know where you want to end, or they think they know. Everybody is talking to them, one ear is plugged, you know, you put an earpiece. They don't think you have anything to offer because I know it all. I know it all. What do you want to tell me? You want to tell me about technology? I know it all. You want to tell me about Instagram? I know it all. You want to tell me about health? I know it all. You want to tell me about physics? I know it all. You want to tell me about fashion? I know it all. You want to tell me about makeup? I know it all. You want to tell me how to play the keyboard? I know it all. You want to preach to me? I know it all. Before you start, the, you call the chapter, I tell you the verse. We've all been there. It's a stage of youth where you think your parents don't know anything. A stage of life. You think your parents don't know anything. And you know everything. When your parents are talking, say, these guys are old school. They don't get it. Right! This is the stage. 
you derive glory or pride in the strength you have. I know you are so intelligent. You're brilliant. It's your time. This is the age of information. And many of you were even born in the age of information. If you are in generation Y or generation uh, Z, you are a millennial. Uh, you were born from 1980 upwards um, to 1994, 1995. Or you are in generation Y. You were born around 1995, 1996 or 2014. You guys are so smart. You are brilliant. You know everything. You are so strong. You are so fast. You are so intelligent. But calm down. Don't let it get into your head. There's one song by Kobam Zasuko. Say, Ori, Mi, You know, maybe you heard this song in Fuji before, but go and listen to the gospel version by Kobams. He was saying that at this stage of his life, that certain things are beginning to get into his head. And you begin to think that it's all about you. This is the stage that we develop these bad habits. The habits where nobody can correct you. The habit where you feel I know more than everybody. Nobody can correct me. I'm so, so, so sufficient by myself. You see everybody on, on your level. Everybody is feeling like, who, 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 who is there that is as smart as I am? As beautiful as I am? Of course. <laughs> For the girls, this is the age where you are, you are most beautiful. You see, they, they say sweet 16. So the strength, the glory, the pride that comes from your beauty can get into your head. Because you see the older ones, you know, their faces are beginning to rumple up. They've lost their shape. And you're like, these guys, they don't know what they are talking about. Look at me. Figure 8. That your figure 8. We still become figure 0. It will first start and become figure 2. Then eventually become figure 0. That your 6 pack, young man. That your 6 pack will become 1 pack. Become pot belly. Don't glory in that strength. Don't let that pride get into your mind. Don't let it get into your head. One of the dangerous habits that young people deal with is pride. You walk into a place, everybody must notice you. I have arrived. I have come. Do you know who I am? Show my age me. You know who I be? Who are you, really? Do you know why the devil was cast down from heaven? Pride. He had strength. God made him so beautiful. He was beautiful. Among the cherubims, he was superb. The Bible said he could sing so beautifully well. Then he began to think, I will raise my throne above the Almighty. I will sit among those princes. I will do this. I will do The Bible said, because iniquity was found in him. Not that he has carried it out. <laughs> Listen to me. It's a thing of the mind. And that's why I keep emphasizing. God is looking at the heart of the vessel. Not the external. Not that he has done it. God was looking at his heart and saying, hey, you want to do that. The Bible said, a place was not found for him in heaven. They trust him down. Michael and his angels fought against the devil and his angels. They threw them out. They threw them out. Because of what? Pride. Genesis 11, there was a gang of people that said, we are going to build a tower. It will reach heaven. The problem is not building something that will reach heaven. Read your Bible. They said, I will make a name for ourselves. We will do what? Make a name for ourselves. They said, eh. So you say, you, you can now claim that I have arrived. You know, when your, your tower has reached heaven, you just get up in the morning. God, good morning. How are you? 
anything for your boys today? God say, ah, this ones, they are going to cause trouble. Can we just go and scatter their language? May the Lord not scatter your foundation. May the Lord not scatter your journey. May the Lord not cripple your strength. In the name of Jesus, pride destroys. Pride. Let's 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 look at some some more scriptures. I feel like preaching today. Uh, Proverbs chapter sixteen, verse eighteen. Sixteen eighteen says, "Pride goes before destruction, and a haughty spirit before a fall." Better to be of a humble spirit with the lowly than to divide the spoil with the proud. Pride is a destroyer. Anyone who is proud, leave him. You know why I said leave him? His opponent is God. The person that will be fighting against him is God. The Bible says, God resists the proud. <laughs> I didn't say your opponent is Anthony Joshua. I didn't say your opponent is Israel Adesoya. Your opponent is God. If you are proud. God never loses a battle. If God is resisting somebody, that person will be reduced to nothing. First Peter chapter 5. Lord help me. First Peter chapter 5. I'm going to read verse 5 and 6. Listen to what the wise apostle who walked with the Lord himself. Look at what he said. He said, Likewise, I'm reading verse 5, 1 Peter chapter 5. I'm going to read verse 5 and 6. Say, Likewise, you younger people, tell somebody, you younger people. Likewise, you younger people, submit yourselves to your elders. I know you don't like this. This is a very big problem we are facing, not only in the church. Or in the home, but in the entire society, young people cannot submit. You will see why it's difficult to submit. The prognosis of the apostle, he said, "Yes, all of you, be submissive to one another and be clothed with what humility." Why? Say, God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Therefore, humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God. That it may exalt you in due time. There is such a time called due time. Don't hurry it. Don't try to exalt yourself. The Bible says, God will exalt you in due time. Don't let your strength get into your head. I sing so beautifully well. I'm in the choir. The choir master should not be giving me instruction. Don't you know that without me, this choir is nothing? Without my voice, without my jumping, Without my solo, without that my special backup skills, this choir is nothing. Say, calm down. Let God exalt you. Don't be in a hurry. There's some time called due time. Wait for it. God Himself will elevate you. Pride has wrecked many people, young people, because they will lack grace. The Bible says, God gives grace to the humble. So, pride is a dangerous habit. That must be dealt with. But it's not the only G. It's one of the five Gs. I go to the next G. The next G is called gang. What did I call it? Gang. Or peer pressure. Peer pressure. You know, peer pressure is not something really new. Peer pressure has been all around. It's been there all along. As a matter of fact, 
human beings by nature are imitators. Listen to me. Human beings by nature, we are what? Imitators. Whether we agree or not, we like to copy things. That's why you hear things like, that's not trendy, that's not fashionable. Why? Some people have created that fashion and trend. So, and they have decided what is acceptable from what is not. So, we try to copy that to derive a sense of being right or wrong. And that's why this is a very dangerous terrain. So, there are certain good people we imitate, their habits, and our lives become better. But there are also certain people we imitate their habits and our lives enter dangerous zone. Proverbs chapter 1. Proverbs chapter 1. I'm going to read verse 10 and verse 15. King Solomon was speaking to his son. He said, my son, verse 10, if sinners entice you, do not consent or don't agree. Don't agree with them. Don't join them. If sinners entice you, do not consent. Verse 15 says, my son, do not walk in the way with them. Keep your foot from their path. Keep your foot from where? From their path. Why? There's something called peer pressure. Friends, senior ones, they are in front of you. You begin to follow their way of life. You begin to follow their methodology. And before you know it, you end up where they are going to. You do what? End up where they are going to. That's why you have to choose people you follow with wisdom. But I'm going, just going to emphasize on the dangerous bits. Hmm? So I'm, I'm sure you, you've heard things like Malians. <laughs> you've heard things like Benefit Boys. You know about cults in school. People have followed these people and picked bad habits. Bad habits. On the street, you just see somebody sagging. <laughs> the, the belt, it's not as if the belt is bad. But deliberately, you decide to reduce where the belt is going to stay. Not on your waist, but somewhere in the middle of your back. Why? You have seen certain people doing it. You have joined their gang. And some of these gangs are just even so deadly. I've been checking some things about the so-called Malians. And they tell you, oh... Malians, uh, they don't graduate. Is, is that what you, you want your life to be? Malians, they have no respect. Malians, they fear nobody. <laughs> this is the beginning of destruction. Indirectly, they are telling you, Malians have pride. We just talked about G number one. Say, it's pride. They are telling you, Malians, they have pride. They don't listen to anybody. They can say anything they want to say, anyhow. You begin to pick these bad, bad habits from them because you have joined gang. I was watching some um, some stuff on social media. Usually when uh, secondary school just resumed, some people, they call themselves benefit boys. <laughs> they were talking anyhow, you know, to, to teachers. We went to, to, to park a car. They bought some proceeds of evil to go and park it in maybe a teacher's or a principal's parking uh, space. And, you know, they're just trying to brag and all that. I'm like, what is this world turning into? And you see, a group has started following them. Not one person now. They are becoming many. I even saw one on the day they finished SS3 exam. 
was kneeling down to go and propose to a girl. Are you okay? In SS3, can you marry? Do you know what it takes to be married? Can you even enter a relationship? For what purpose? To destroy your life? Or to destroy the girl's life? And you see some girls too following. Hey, I saw the girl. She was so excited. I said, ah, somebody tell her now. Tell her that she's entering into trouble. Because of gang, you think it's trendy. Everybody is entering boyfriend, girlfriend zone. It's a waste of time and life. Listen to me. I love you so much. I'm going to tell you the truth. Boyfriend, girlfriend, you want to do now. We just ruin your life and waste your time. It can only cause you pain. It's of no benefits. I'm telling you from experience. It's of no benefits. Look at all the so-called people who are doing all this boyfriend, girlfriend thing from secondary school and all that. Where did he end? Is it that somebody got pregnant or somebody got into trouble? And it's the girls that pity the most. They are usually the ones that end up losing because the guy, he will carry his L and continue. In fact, he has nothing to lose. It's the girls. So girls, listen to me. Don't ruin your life or waste your life following gangs that think it is okay at your age to go into relationships and be having boyfriends. They want to waste your life. Run away from them. Run away from bad gang. King Solomon said, if sinners entice you, do not consent. Putting you under pressure. Everybody has a boyfriend. You are not everybody. You are a peculiar generation. You are a royal priesthood. You are chosen by God. You have to preserve yourself and keep your vessel pure. So that you can be a vessel unto honor. So that your future will not be ruined. People have followed gang and wasted their lives. They have done things they ought not to be doing. They have set themselves up, some in irreversible destruction. Some they have followed gang to be using drugs. And now they are hooked. They have become addicted. They now have to go and sell things to go and buy that, that uh, substance. Because they started by following gang. May the Lord deliver you if you are in such a shoe today in the name of Jesus. May he send you help. May you bring you out of that stronghold called addiction. Due to things you have done by following friends in the name of Jesus Christ. There is victory. You can overcome. It must not be the end of you. But that habit must be broken. The third G I want to talk about is games and entertainment. Third G is what? Games and entertainment. This one pains me. I've seen many good lives wasted because of games. You know, back then, 20 years ago, 15 years ago, growing up, I would see guys, you know, playing all sorts of games, you know, starting with, you know, this, um, you say Game Boy, they call it Game Boy then, you carry Game Pad, you know, you just be doing, we are playing, um, what did you used to call it? Motor Combat, we are playing, um, uh, you know, there were this Nintendo, Sega system. I know I'm old school. Those things are passed away. There are new ones. There's now PS5. Uh, there's Candy Crush on your phone now. There is, um, there are all these card games, you know, people play. There's Zuma. There is whatever else people play today. Have you observed how people get addicted and waste time and waste their life and waste focus? Because of game. As they are sleeping, they are thinking of the next game. How they are going to pass their previous level. Excuse me, who is giving you money for entering level? 
Oh, they are giving you coins. <laughs> they deceive in the game. You just say you, you give you trophy. Oh, you are the champion. Hey, Mr. Champion. How is this being a champion affecting your becoming a champion in life? I know you will tell me, oh, Pastor Jenkins, you are so old school. You don't get it. There are certain games that help me to think well, to think strategically. You know, strategic games, world games. I know. Everything must be used moderately. If that your so-called strategic games and the benefit it has, has made you an addict, it's not good for you. If when you are in class, teacher is in front, you carry that your game under the desk, you are playing it, it's not helping you. If your parents are talking to you and you are busy playing that game, you are not listening to them, that game is not helping you. If you are in church, pastor is preaching and you are playing that game on your phone or you are playing it on another device, it's not helping you. It's so bad. I remember a time I was in a training school. I'm talking about adult life, work life. In class, we were in training school, training school, like a master's program. Training school. Some of my colleagues were playing game inside lecture, lecture room. Lecturer will be in front. And you know, these games, though, because of course they, they are now well to do, these games are virtual. So you can be here in Nigeria and be playing with your friend in America or playing with your friend in London or playing with your friend in the same class or playing with your friend in another school or in another company. That's how, how bad it has been. I'm talking about adults, excuse me. Adults, people in their mid 30s, people close to 40, doing that. Do you understand what I'm talking about? Some of them today in their houses, they see how bad and they are playing PS5. PS5, you are an adult. Don't tell me this is how I relax, it's my own entertainment. You have become addicted. That's what has happened to you. I'm not saying playing game is bad. Listen to me very well. But if it goes beyond using it in moderation, if it begins to control you, you want to read your Bible. You would rather drop your Bible and play game. That game has made you a prisoner. That's what I'm saying. And that habit is not good for you. Why? It can rob you of many important things. Focus. You can't focus. Somebody is sending you on an errand or they are giving you an assignment. You are not hearing where because you are playing game. Some people have you seen some people on the road playing game on the road? They are walking on the road, walkway by the side of the road. And on their phones, they are playing game. Not just games. Entertainment in general. Some is just Instagram. The aunt cannot leave Instagram. Or TikTok. Or Facebook. Or whatever else. Snapchat. Whatever else they are doing. Their hand cannot leave it. They are on the road. They are just doing... You see them? They are just <laughs> doing... their. They are mounting one way. You just be like this. Mm, taking selfie. Like, what is wrong with you? What is wrong with you? Do you know that these things have impact in the future? You want to apply for a job in the future. Oh, you don't know that HR now, they go to your social media to check you out. You don't know. Hear it from me now. They go and check it out. And on your, <laughs> on your account, they just see, you do your mouth like this. Mm. You do your back like that. Oh, you breathe out one tongue. You do this. You turn one leg. They're like, who is this person? Is this person a serious person? Is this the kind of person you want in our organization? Is this the person you want to give a contract? Don't let this bad habit destroy your future. You have to tame it. Some, because, you know, on social media, they don't 
need to know the real you. You can use fake profile picture. In fact, you can use fake name. You see some some funny names. Is it your bad name? But they would have put plenty age, plenty Y at the by your You know the way they will write it. Maybe the name is Adebayo or Lauton, but the kind of spelling they will put, even you, you'll be very confused. That no, 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 this cannot be a Nigerian name. Just to disguise. Do you know why they are disguising? So that they can say anything they want to say and talk anyhow. We will catch you. We know how those accounts were open. We know the emails they are linked to and we can link them to you. Ah, oh, they have lied to you. It's anonymous. There's nothing anonymous on internet. Don't let anybody fool you. Internet... There are some people at the background. That your information that you think that nobody knows. They have the information. The day you want to contest for president, that information will come out. That's when you know that we know you. So be careful. Don't let the habit of being addicted there and feeling so free to do anything. Don't let it wreck your future. You got to deal with it today. You got to deal with it now. I go to number 4G. Number 4G is very related to gaming. It's called gambling. What I call it? Gambling. This one is very bad. I've actually had cases with bad experiences. Gambling. Gambling. You use the money that is your own. Use it to gamble. The money that is not your own. Use it to gamble. You begin to steal your parents' money. Steal your boss's money. Steal your company's money to gamble. Do you know what scares me the most? When I was much younger, growing up as a teenager, the people who used to gamble were not um, young people. They were adults. They were daddies that have retired from their businesses. And they would go somewhere and go and be playing what we call pool. Or they would be playing drafts and be betting with it. But the devil has seen that, ah, this market is becoming small. Because the older people are fewer and they die even earlier. Let me go for a big market. Do you know that in Nigeria, there are about 70% that are young. The youth population of Nigeria is about 70%. So the devil thought, ah, I need to catch these young people. Catch them young. So what do we need to do? Let's make this betting more accessible, more invasive, more attractive. We repackage it to be, to be digital. As you are just scrolling through your phone, you will see something will pop up. Bet Niger, bet way. Bet this, bet and die, bet and fall down. All sort of names. They are jumping at you. And guess what? They use something else you like. They know you like sports. You like Arsenal. You like Liverpool. You like Man U. You like this and that. You like Barcelona. You like Real Madrid. They now tied it to something you like. So that they can hook you. In your mind, you are supporting your club. No. In their mind, they are winning you to their side to destroy your life. Not that they love you. No, 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 no. Not that they want to give you money. No, 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 no. In fact, they are introducing you to a new dimension of greed. So that your life can be destroyed. Try to understand. I'm begging you. Try to understand that they are trying to steal your soul. Gambling is so, so, so dangerous. And they have fooled many people into thinking that it is just innocent pleasure and entertainment. And maybe a means to get some few change. Let me bust your bubble. Have you ever seen anybody that became wealthy through gambling? Oh, I know they win money. I know some people win money. Oh, yes. Eh, 
after they win the money, one year later, what happens to them? In fact, one month later, what happens to them? One month, what happens to them? Food for thought. Think about it. Go and check the list of richest men in the world from when they started compiling the list. You can never see any gambler among them. <laughs> no matter how hard and how much you gamble, it can never make you wealthy. The money may come, you will lose more. That's, that's the nature of gambling. So don't be fooled. Don't lose your income. Don't fall into that temptation of destroying your future through gambling. There was a documentary I watched. The young lady, her case was a case of drug abuse. She was, she had become deranged because of drug abuse. She has mentally, she has lost it mentally. But how did this start? No, no. It didn't start with her um, using those substances. It started with you wanting to gamble. Okay, you gamble. You, you make some money. You lose some money. Then, because you lose money, you become depressed. You take a substance. You take a substance so that you come out of depression. And the substance will wear out. You need more money. Either to gamble more, to win more. Or to, to uh, use substance when you lose more. Long story short, after she has lost her money and lost everything she had, she started selling her body. She became a prostitute. Her life was wrecked because of the interconnection of these five Gs. Don't let that be your portion. My time is running out. I want to go to the last G. The last G is what? Girls. What did I call it? Girls. Broadly speaking, I'm speaking about pornography. So, because... So some boys, of course, girls is their is their uh, entrapment. But beyond boys, girls, do you know girls also do pornography? Hmm? Yes, yes, there are girls that do pornography. Of course, it's more pervasive with boys, and that's why I've I've used the G called girls to address this subject. Turn your Bibles with me to the Book of Matthew, chapter five. We've talked a lot today. Let, let's read some more Bible. Matthew chapter 5. Jesus speaking. Very, very deep message. Very deep message. Each time I think about this message, I, I tell myself, I need to do more. I need to do more. It's not about what is on the surface. We talked about that vessel and the internal part of that vessel earlier. See what Jesus said. In the Sermon on the Mount. I start from verse 27. He said, You have heard... That it was said to those of old, you shall not commit adultery. Fine. But I say to you that whoever looks at a woman to lust for her has already committed adultery with her in his heart. Boys, listen to me. Can I can I read that again? Verse 28 says, But I say to you that whosoever looks at a woman to lust for her. Pornography. That's what it is. That's what pornography is. You are looking at a woman to lust after her. The Bible says you have committed adultery with her already in your heart. Mm. Oh, deep gone. That's very deep. You know, we excuse ourselves and say, well, I didn't do anything, no. Of course, you did something. Humanly speaking, you've done, maybe you've done nothing. 
because nobody caught you with a girl or nobody caught you with a boy. But in your heart, God is watching your heart. Can I say that again? God is watching your heart. God sees everything about you, inside and out. We may not. We may not. You know, back then, we would hide pornographic materials, all those hints and hearts. I did it too. So I know what I'm talking about. There is that age where you just want to know. You can be reading all those meals and booms. You'll be turning the paper. You'll be fantasizing on it. Uh, hints and art. You read the front, you read the back. Uh, this, this different dirty magazines. You'll be cutting different pieces and be hiding it in different places. I know it. I did it. It's bad. So I can tell you authoritatively. This can destroy your mind. Except you submit yourself to Jesus and say, help me. This can destroy your life. I'm telling you from experience. So, watch out. Don't fool us with, I have not done anything physically. As long as you are doing it in your heart, you have done it. In heaven, it's recorded that you have done it. Ah, I said it. I said that. I understand that things are, they are worse today than it used to be. You know, those days, that I used to be part of it. There were limited sources. Maybe you will see, um, they used to call it Ikebe Super or something like that. Um, Mills and Bones, um, Inks magazines, Hearts magazines. But now, nobody even reads all those things again. I'm not even sure they are still publishing them. You know the way it is now. Everywhere you go, pornography is there. Everywhere. Everywhere. I'm telling you everywhere. You are watching a TV advert of somebody that, that is selling toothpaste. Pornography is there. They are going to show an almost naked woman advertising how to brush. I know how to brush, please. You may as well use a man. I will still get the message. But no, they will use a woman because they want to sell. But as they are selling it, your soul is being impacted. Every movie you watch on TV, there's a pornographic scene. You see some people having sex or you see some people kissing. Um, your regular soap opera, you are watching Telemundo, you are watching this, you are watching Nigerian movies, you are even skits, skits, skits on Facebook, on Instagram, on YouTube, five minutes skits, cartoon. Jesus, help me. Ordinary cartoon, you are watching Disney Junior, you are watching Nickelodeon, you are watching PBS Kids or Cartoon Network, there is pornography. Social media, ah, don't go there. It's everywhere. So I understand things are worse now than before. And that's why you, you need to, to labor harder to get yourself out of this bad habit. Because once you start, you will see yourself sneaking to go and do it. You wait for a time where nobody's around. You really start watching. Do you know when I was on campus, there was a guy, by that time, the Lord has delivered me from it. There was a guy that was um, in my class. The guy was the, it was the, um, server. It was the server for the, for the school. At least in his clique. He had gigabytes of saved pornographic movies. Gigabytes. So he was the distributor. When anybody needed, they just call him. You give them. I don't know if he was selling or if it was for free. That's to tell you how bad these things are. And boys, they do it. As they are doing it, they are entering into another zone called masturbation. So you see, the devil is so wicked. 
introduces one small habit, then brings another one to finish it off. May the Lord deliver us. May He bring His children out of this evil that the world has put in our faces. Ordinary music video, music video, they're just singing Nigerian songs or even any, any kind of song. As you see the video, the video is pornographic movie. I'm telling you, just mute the audio. All you see is pornographic movie. You see a woman doing this. You see a man doing that. That's all you see. Pornography pollutes your heart. That's what Jesus said. That's what Jesus said. You have already done it in your heart. So your heart is defiled. If this habit is your habit, it has defiled your heart. If this habit is your habit, maybe it's already starting to defile your body. Because as people advance in pornography, they start to masturbate. That's what I've observed. Defiling your body. Devaluing how you see the opposite sex. Once you see somebody of the opposite gender, if you're a guy, once you see a girl, what is in your mind is that pornographic picture. In fact, as they are passing, your mind is stripping them naked. It's not good for you. How can you even pray like that? How can you focus in class? How can you focus on your job? Apart from that, this has long-term implication. When you marry, how can you focus? Your expectation of your partner will be in line with the pornographic materials you've been exposed to. Not knowing that those ones are acting. There is a lot of exaggeration in what you've been exposed to. So it changes how you perceive and the expectations you have and can destroy your home in the future. It's not good for you. As we, as we round off, I want to share with you secrets. Not necessarily secrets. <laughs> because they are well known and established from scriptures. I don't have enough time to go through all the scriptural um, basis for it. But I'll make it simple. It's as simple as ABCD. As simple as what? ABCD. A. Admit it. We're in the solution zone now. How can you overcome these bad habits? Whatever it is out of these five Gs. Whatever it is. Whether it is pride. Yours is glory. It's pride. Or it is gang. Or it is games. Or it's gambling. Or it's girls. How can you overcome it? It's as simple as ABCD. A there means admit it. Don't tell yourself it is okay. Don't tell yourself, I'm not doing it. You are doing it. Admit it. Admit it. Number two is the B. B is a belief that you can overcome it. Bridget, what I've noticed is that when the devil wants to trap people, after he gets them to admit that what you are doing is wrong, he now tells them, you are so bad now, God can never use you again. All hope is lost. Just continue to do this bad thing. There is no way to recover. That's a lie. Hello? That is a lie. No matter what you have done, no matter how far you have gone with these habits and other habits that we don't have time to cover, believe that you can overcome it. Why? Jesus said so. Jesus said you can be rescued. The book of Isaiah said even the lawful captives of the mighty, they will be delivered. Eh? Isaiah 49. He said you will be delivered. So it doesn't matter what you have done. Oh, you have been in a gang or in a cult. Or, oh, you have joined them to kill somebody. No problem. That's probably one of the worst things that you can be thinking of right now. Even with that, Jesus can rescue you. You've got to believe him. And the C in the ABCD is confession. 
Hello? Confession. You need to confess everything to Jesus. What did I say? Everything you have done wrong. Take it out of your heart. Tell it to Jesus. In certain instances, you also need to confess it to a mature Christian counselor. A mature Christian counselor. And you can reach out to me after this message. Um, if you're on this platform, you don't know how, just drop a message um, with your number or a number that you are comfortable using. I will reach out to you. I will reach out to you. Drop a, a means of contacting you. If you are not able to give your own details, you want to give another detail of how I can reach you so that we can have an engagement outside of this to counsel you, to nurture you back to health. Drop a way of reaching you on this MixLR platform. Or if you are within church, you are on our uh, WhatsApp group, send me a message. I'm in that group. Send me a message. I will reach out to you. We will address this issue. Because without confessing and seeking counseling help, there are certain chains you cannot break by yourself. Do you understand me? Some may be easy to break. Some are not easy to break because they have big implications. And you have to break with wisdom. And that's why counseling comes in. In addition to confessing to Jesus and seeking his help prayerfully, asking for him to help you, to deliver you, to, to help you move on, you also need to, in some cases, speak with a counselor. You have done something that you don't know how to get out of. That's where the counselor comes in. But not anybody. I didn't say speak to everybody and anybody. Trained, mature Christian counselors or pastors. To help you that's the way then the d is to detach i said it's as simple as a b c d a is one admit b is believe that you can overcome it c is confess or speak to a counselor d is you have to detach prayerfully and purposefully habits are difficult to break i can tell you that from experience but it's possible and you have to be determined and you have to do it prayerfully. Prayerfully. You can detach. Somebody is here and saying, Man of God, I need help. I've tried these things you are saying before. It didn't work. I've tried to detach. Maybe I will detach for some time. Especially with pornography, I will stop for some time. Then later, after two, three weeks, I'll find myself doing it again. I need help. Help is in the house today. If you are that person, just rise wherever you may be. Rise. I'm going to pray with you. And make sure we connect after this. Drop your details so that we can reach out to you. Rise after this. We're going to pray for you. There is, there is a grace of God to break every chain. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in His name. Beyond the power dimension, there is the word dimension, which is what we've been doing. He said, He sent me. The, the, um, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me to preach deliverance. I preach this deliverance. But in addition to preaching deliverance, I want to release power, power to break it. So if you are ready, rise with me, rise with me. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, Lord God Almighty, I thank you, Lord God, for as many who are sincere with you, who are saying, Lord, I can't help myself. I've tried to overcome pride. I have tried to overcome gangs joining gangs to do what is bad i try to 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 detach myself from addiction to games 
I've tried to pull back from gambling. I've tried to pull back from girls and pornography and masturbation and the other habits that I'm struggling with, but I can't do it by myself. I've come to you today. Lord God, as these people are sincerely raising their hands to you, say, Lord, I need help. Lord, make help available. That which only you can do. The way that only you can do. Lord, make it happen. In the name of Jesus Christ, I release from the prison of addiction everyone who has been held in the stronghold of bad habits, dangerous habits that are injurious to their future. I open the prison gate right now and I decree you free in the name of Jesus. It is written concerning me that if the Son sets you free, you are free indeed. I decree your freedom in the name of Jesus. For as many that believe, I decree your freedom. Come out of that stronghold. Come out. All sin. Lose your grip on this one. Son. In the name of Jesus. It's because of this one that Jesus died and shed his blood. And he did it to destroy the works of darkness. I release this one from your stronghold. In the name of Jesus Christ. Be free in the name of Jesus. Walk in freedom and liberty. In Jesus' mighty name have I prayed. Amen. Thank you for listening. To get copies of Reverend Yomi Kasali's messages, kindly visit our ministry material store and also worship with us at Foundation of Truth Assembly Headquarters on 40 Stroke 42 Imam Dauda Street off Eric Mosso, Lagos. God bless you.